gentlemen, I am now going to ask our audience to make some noise because Theatre of the World is live! Very good. That man is a thousand people. That man is a thousand people, or at least a thousand personalities. He's worth a thousand words. He's one picture. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming along to the second ever Theatre of the World live podcast. I'm James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And well, we had to think about that. We're in a different that. order. Ah, <laughs> ah, slick. Slick as you like. And um, uh, tonight's uh, topic is stars. Stars is tonight's topic. Stars. We thought it would be a good one. We're in the middle of a run at the moment of plays uh, called Mystery Radio Theatre and we thought that stars would be a good topic because, and I think you'll all agree with me, it means different things. Uh-huh. Always the best kind of topics. Because stars could mean constellations, but they could also mean other things, like ninja stars. Yeah. Or... I didn't think of that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> or starburst. The candies. Or starbucks. Oh, this is... Or... So... Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine... Starlight. Just don't stop it. <laughs> it's not a... It feels like a psych test now. <laughs> and what does this remind you of? <laughs> Can you imagine if ninjas threw Starburst? <laughs> they would be a lot more popular. It would be oh, very delicious. Imagine if they wouldn't you, be very successful. You'd just be sitting there in your bedroom and then suddenly from out of the darkness, <laughs> oh, strawberry. Yeah. Straight in my mouth. They would throw ones that have been unwrapped and sucked a little bit so that when it got you, you were stuck like a Spider-Man web. That was, that's how a ninja would work, surely. Uh-huh. They're very quiet. There are a thousand people right. here and none of them. <laughs> <laughs> None of them understood it. None of them got that. Not uh, even that guy. He's a thousand people. Not even a thousand. Not even one of his many personalities understood that joke. And quite rightly. Um, the way we start this podcast is uh, we throw to Mark, who's this guy, and we say, hey, Mark, drop some fact bombs on us like a bomber full of facts. Uh-huh. But we sing a theme song first. And it goes go. like this. Fact bombs, fact bombs. Mark's got a fact bombs. Uh, I love people who know the tunes. Stars. A starling is not a kind of star, it's a kind of bird. But a ling is not a kind of bird, it's a kind of fish. (laughs) Good. Yeah? Yeah. Fact bombs. Um, A starfish is not a kind of fish, but it's a kind of echinoderm. The dog star is not a kind of dog, but it is also not a kind of star. It's a star system called Sirius. Dogstar was also the name of a band formed by Hollywood actor Keanu Reeves. The group folded in 2002 when Reeves left because his work schedule had become too serious. Yeah. And I apologise for that very weak pun. I ran out of time to come up with anything meatier. Meatier. Don't Don't save him. Let him, let him live with it. Fact bombs. Right. <laughs> very nice, Mark. That was Thank very, you. very good fact bombs. 
so this is the way I thought of it. Um, stars, for me, it's all about... Uh, I just have this weird thing about meeting famous people. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I know some people can do it. Like, they can, they can meet a famous person and they go... Oh, you know, they'll get an autograph and they're usually the person's pretty cool about it or they'll talk or they'll be cool. But I always feel funny in my tummy and I feel like if I don't have a legitimate reason to talk to someone other than, oh, I like your stuff, then I don't, I can't, I, see, I get seized up, I can't do it. And what happened recently was Faith No More was on tour in Australia and I love Mike Patton, who's the lead singer of Faith No More. He's just one of my heroes and idols. And he posted this thing on Twitter and it was, ha, I'm in a shop in Melbourne. And the shop was across the road from where I was working. And I thought, oh, my God, Mike Patton's in the shop across the road from where I work. And I'm a huge Mike Patton fan. And not thinking, I, I threw my computer at a window and I ran out of the thing and I ran into the shop and there he was, Mike Patton. And I saw him and he saw me. Uh, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> because I... I love my pattern, but I don't have anything to say to him. No. We're not working together on anything. He knows that he's great. Yep. He doesn't need some random asshole in a store to come up to him and go, huh, huh, I have every single album. I even have the experimental noise stuff that you did with that Japanese noise musician back in the late 90s. <laughs> he's, what? That's not cool. The man's just trying to shop. So instead, I walked into the store and I'm just trapped in a store with Mike Patton. I don't want to talk to him. He doesn't want to talk to me. But I can't just walk into a store and then just leave for no reason. Did you buy something? No, I had to browse. <laughs> <laughs> had to just start browsing. And, every, and my pattern looked up at me. I go, like, I'm browsing, you're browsing. That's as good as it gets. And then I left. Yeah. No, I, I, had, a, I had a similar experience when I was working in a, in a place just off Chapel Street. Uh, ages ago and like some kind of a musical somebody ran into the office and went Seinfeld's on Chapel Street like that you know <laughs> had the hat on and everything did he have and an American flash. accent <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and I, I thought oh, I don't know I mean what am I going to say to Seinfeld on Chapel Street he's probably on Chapel Street looking for some fashion or a nightclub you could have said what is the deal yeah <laughs> yeah something like that but when I went out to have a look I wasn't going to, like, I just was going to look. I wasn't going to say anything to him. Just follow him for a mile with no, a camera. but that was the thing. There was a crowd of people following him, but no one approaching him. So he's just walking down the street, and you see all these people, and they're just walking behind him. And then he'd stop and look in a store, and they'd all go... <laughs> <laughs> they'd be me. Yeah. And then, and then he'd, he'd come out of the shop, and then they'd keep following him down the street. Like, like maybe at some point he'd turn around and do, I don't know, a type five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they didn't want to actually talk to him, which, which was you. But... In an inverse situation, I went to a film festival and it, at the airport, just sort of waiting for the, waiting for the bags, and, uh, and this tiny man is across... Uh, and he was the last guy on his carousel waiting for his bags. Maybe his bags were lost. And I looked at him and went, ''Oh, my God, it's a hobbit.'' Um, and it was, <laughs> it was Elijah Wood. And oh, oh, so it was, it was a, one of the good hobbits. Yeah. And it was it wasn't just a random went, small man. No. And, and I went, oh, I, I mean, what would I say? I don't know. I can't, I did exactly your thing. And then I went, oh, you know, I mean, he's just waiting there. People go up and chat with each other while they're waiting for things all the time. Yeah. Sure, why, would okay. he, why would he wait in silence like a human? Yeah. And then, like, 20 of the most Comic-Con-style nerdiest guys came up and surrounded him. He's tiny. These guys were enormous. 
they surrounded him and they were all holding cameras up like this. So he was literally bombarded by by humans who were all asking him questions at the same time and filming him and trying to get into the video with him was terrifying. And it's that point that I went, oh, yeah, he doesn't want me to go over there and no. say that. <laughs> hey, he, he waiting for your bag. He described Elijah Wood as being attacked by humans because yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's a hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all he's, think Elijah Wood's a hobbit. He's a hobbit, isn't he's he? He's just a hobbit, yeah. isn't he, now? That's it. Um, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I had a flip side of that, though. Yeah. Um, this is the flip side of that thing because I said, I, like, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I, I respect people who can go up to someone and get an autograph. I get it. But I, just, I can't do it. I feel funny. Um, we were bumping in here, um, this lovely theatre that we're in for the podcast listeners, um, uh, that we're doing Mystery Radio Theatre in. And I was just bumping in, you know, it's, it's afternoon and we're just sitting, just setting up. And this really intense guy came into the courtyard and came to the door of the theatre. And it's just me. I'm just running sound just to see if the sound works. And he came up to me. Now, I need you to stand here... You're going to be you're gonna, more closer you're, and face me. You're going to play the part of me okay. Okay, during this sketch, all right? Ready? This is what he did. This is absolutely what he did. He came up to me and he did this. He went, hi. Um, so, uh, La Mama, how, how do you join the company? <laughs> how do you join the company of La Mama? And I said, well, La Mama's not really a company. La Mama is a theatre and they do plays, but they rent it out or they give grants out to different theatre companies to do their shows. It's not a theatre company that you join. I'm an actor. I really want to join the theatre company. understand that. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> but it's not a theatre company um, and, and you can't. You can't just join La Mama. But um, they have a volunteer program and if you go to the website, then maybe you can volunteer here and meet some like-minded people and get into it. Is there an age restriction? Because <laughs> I'm very young. Yeah, I, I understand that. And fuck your intent. He's literally standing this far away from me and just wide-eyed and crazy at me. I don't know if he... Th- you know one of those people who thinks that everything's an audition? One of those kind of people. And how do you let someone down lightly? What would you have said, Mark? I don't know. What it's, I it's creepy, isn't it? It's hard. It's just, I'm thrown off just by standing this close to you. It's <laughs> fucked up. It's fucked up. I, I think I would have said something like, hey, so um, you probably need to keep learning about personal space. Yeah. Uh, but he was, he, but he was so, you can go now. He's so, he's so, but, but it was that thing of like, like I remember being a young actor and taking myself far too seriously and he was so intense. It was almost like me from the, oh, hang on. It was me. It was ah, me from the past. past. Yeah. Past okay. Problem solved. So, so now we know how that worked out for you. Yeah. 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 I did finally get to La Mama. Yeah, 25 years later. So as, as James mentioned, we're, we're doing a play and I figured what I might do because I, I feel we might have all been bitten somewhat by the acting bug. Oh, yes. And so what I've been by a lot of things in this place. <laughs> it's really run down. So what I thought what I thought I'd do is I'd go and find us maybe a, our next sort of project that we could embark upon. Okay. Right. I'm and willing so, to network. Everyone here's willing to network. Yeah. So I went I went to a website called Star Now. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I thought I, I 
I did a bit of research and I found a, found a few roles that I think we might like to apply for. Great, Great. bring them on, bring yeah. them on. This goes for everyone in the audience. If you're a, you know, a performer, an actor, whatever, go. Okay, so here's one. It's The title is Online Dating Doco. Um, and it says in the description, we are shooting an online dating show on the Gold Coast and we want to hear your story. How do you deal with the cyber online dating thing? You can be, <laughs> you can be anonymous if you need to be or you can revile all. <laughs> uh, be a very reviling program. Proofreading is us. Uh, and and the, the type of people they're looking for is anyone who has met a husband online, a great guy, an awful girl, whatever. <laughs> that sounds appealing. Yeah. Now, I know, Chris, this might be a good one for you because oh. I know you're a, you're a bit of a dedicated follower of fashion. Sure, sure. Um, So the, the headline for this one is Realistic and Intelligent Informative Candidates to Present a New Fashion. Mm. You're realistic and informative. A new fashion. Yes. Okay. So travel 30 days self-recording and recording your team as your pack encounters different adventures dressed in a space-age suit. <laughs> Watertight but breathable and temperature control for maximum comfort. Like a very expensive sleep bag but looks like a smart uniform <laughs> I don't this even know what this I mean what but is who provides that they do I, I'm assuming is that a web series yeah well so eventually it's going to be cleverly edited together to form a massive marketing strategy that release this very real and intelligent product into the global marketplace mm, they're looking for non-pouting non-self-obsessed <laughs> nor vine presenters nor vine. Nor vine. What does that mean? I think they meant vain, maybe. Oh. There really uh, are some spelling mistakes. Yeah. I revile that. Nor vine. I thought they meant people who haven't shot a video on vine. Yeah, yeah I thought that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's what they do mean. I don't know, but they're looking for an array of characters from all walks of life, speaking many tongues, and you are to email for in-depth info and fashion design choices to wear on your adventure. By the way, imagine looking for someone for that project... But no one too ego-y. <laughs> no one too self-obsessed. Just someone who's going to follow themselves around with a camera while they're dressed as a space slug. Wearing a sleeping bag that looks like a suit. I'd do it. I'd do that. People needed for depression. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. That's a bumper sticker you can buy. Yeah. Um, it's a YouTube series seeking people of colour, brackets, black, Asian, oriental, Arab. Close brackets. I'm, I'm close. <laughs> Must be comfortable to open up on camera. Open up what? <laughs> My spleen. No, the spacesuit from the other end. Yes. <laughs> and so there were just, just a quick fire round now. We, there's some other headlines that I, I thought that if get, none of those appeal. Get your pens ready. Yeah. Do you have a body issue or a skin condition that makes dating tricky? Yes. Are you interested in that one? That sounds good. No. Okay. Do you have a strong opinion on a topic? <laughs> Sign him up. <laughs> Duran Duran lookalikes wanted. <laughs> and lastly, people with butterfly tattoos and interesting stories behind them required. <laughs> That's a contradiction in terms, isn't it? <laughs> so there we go. I've got oh, drunk in barley. The future of entertainment. Can I do a segment? Sure. sure. This segment is called James's List of Things. James's List of Things. James's List of Things. James has got some things to list. Star edition. It's not. Um, <laughs> I never listen to the titles. Um, 
uh, I guess it's kind of connected. Man Bites God um, uh, us. Um, uh, we're in a band and for years we tried to put out albums with meaning and content. And these are um, rejected album titles. Um, so what I did was I, I thought of these album titles and I suggested them to Chris and to Mark and would just roundly refused. So here are the album titles that we have. We have a self-titled album, Man Bites God. Then we had The Popular Alternative. Then we had Peppermint Superfrog. Uh, and then our EPs were called Ultrasounds, Happy Songs. And we had an EP called Boob Job for Sweetie Pie. Which Mark came up with. I named that one. <laughs> I want you to bear in mind that Boob Job for Sweetie Pie was good enough <laughs> when you hear the ones that are, these were rejected. So here we go, number one. Yeah. See how we did. S- songs I wrote for her that she never heard, brackets, because she's dead. <laughs> okay, it's not testing well, that one. <laughs> Number two, mellow drama. <laughs> mellow drama. So that's good, huh? That's yeah, not bad. That's I... not bad. Yeah. Three, sweet rubbings. <laughs> <laughs> I like so you tried that more than once. Yeah. I like sweet rubbings. It just... <laughs> it should have been a DVD yeah, title. Yeah, it's yeah. good work, sir. Maybe yeah, next time. Sweet Rubbings. Yeah. <laughs> was you know what it was? It was a movie about the Jamaican massage team, and no one gave them a chance. No one gave them a chance, and they went to the Olympics. Coconut oil. It comes from Jamaica. These guys are going to finish first in a bobsled. Number four. <laughs> Number four was Bag of Sick. Yeah. <laughs> like, a rarities, like a rarities album, yeah. Bag of Six. Bag of Six. <laughs> Number five, The Cheese of Human Kindness. <laughs> I like that because that's like saying human kindness, but it's been around a little bit longer. Number six, Pubic Holiday. <laughs> Got a laugh. I think maybe, maybe not the greatest title in the world, but that's not too bad. Number seven, Hemorrhoid Android. <laughs> it's for the Radiohead fans in the hizzy. Number eight, and this is my favourite. I can't believe we didn't get an album going for this one. The Boy Who Cried Milf. (laughs) That is a fucking awesome title for an album. Oh, I wish I was musical. Number nine, it's funny because it's poo. Yeah. Ouch, a groan. Okay, not as good, not as good. Uh, It's fine. Here's the last one. And this would be a funk album. Okay. Let us fuck our music into you. That's good. That's like one of those new bands, like the Black Keys or the Pope Biggs or <laughs> I don't know, the bands of teenagers that I don't understand anymore. Uh-huh. Let us fuck our music into you. It's just it's, the whole album cover is just Chris and he looks like he wants to fuck his music into you. Give him a look. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Uh, and and now, we've, now we've brought them into the public domain. Are they yeah. available for others who have been listening to yeah, the podcast? Yeah, sure, they can use that. They can uh, take those? Yeah, they can take those and, on. And use them for themselves. I'd like, a, sure I'd that, like a footnote, but... Yeah. I'm sure that Taylor Swift will be on too. Um, <laughs> Taylor Swift's new album, Sweet Rubbings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good, actually. It's good, I like it. I'd buy like Sweet it. Rubbings. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've got a segment... You know we do clever by theatre, and it's harder here. It's Very harder hard. to do, and I thought it would be easier, and then hadn't really thought about it. So, um, so tonight I'm going to, pre- and it's a different. Different type of Cleverbot theatre because we're talking about stars. Yeah. Um, I thought I would go to Cleverbot and see what Cleverbot thought about horoscopes, um, oh, so that ah, we could nice. uh, we That's could good. find out what an artificial intelligence predicts is going to happen to 
various zodiac, zodiac signs. So um, uh -huh. I'm going to try this. <clears throat> this is totally an experiment. What, uh, what could possibly go can, wrong with this? I don't know if you can hear. Wait, wait, wait. But I'm going to go to the audience first and grab a few people and just find out what your, you know, what your star sign is. So just think about what your star sign is. Some people don't know. Um, and because uh, Cleverbot is a, it's an it's artificial typo. intelligence being on the internet that you that you can talk with, and it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And some like days, having a conversation though, with Chris, <laughs> like a human being, um, Cleverbot some days is very cooperative, and other days can't give a fuck. And today was one of those days. So there will be some interesting answers. So first up. Uh, I'm going to ask the man a thousand faces um, what his uh, what his star sign is. You, you, Capricorn. or Capricorn up there? Okay, Capricorn is uh, here, uh, and this is Capricorn's uh, prediction. I threw a walrus at your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the man with the beard here. Uh, Aquarius. Aquarius. Um, Oh, we're going to get to a point where we're going to double up on people, aren't we? It's going to be terrible. Not, not by the second, Chris. Okay. <laughs> so, here's Aquarius. Do you think World War Three will happen? I have a lot on my mind. <laughs> okay, and the, the lady in the uh, jumper? Uh, Taurus. Taurus. All right, good. Uh, Taurus says... Your future is your end. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> See, I told you, very uncooperative today. So, um... Uh, so, Sparky, what's your... Uh... Um, I'm Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Okay, good. You will have many stupid and meaningless conversations with complete strangers. <laughs> good luck. I'll replace complete strangers with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> right, James. On. <laughs> is yours? My, I'm Virgo the Virgo. Virgin. Uh, good. Hey. Seems, uh... More death. More death. More death. That is, that's your future, more death. So that's um, promising. I don't know um, if I can get more death than I'm suffering tonight. <laughs> I am, um, I'm a Gemini. Uh, this is where Clever White really gets down to the, the nub of, uh, you know, of the horoscope. Happenings that life may bring. <laughs> Great. I feel like some happenings yeah. might uh, be brought. I'll play a few others. Um, is, there, uh, <laughs> is there anybody in the audience who, uh, who hasn't had their uh, star sign... Mentioned yet? Aries. Aries? Great. That was what I highlighted, so it's good. Others will appreciate your honesty. Eat a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's eerie. Yeah. Uh, and this, this is probably my favourite one. This is Pisces. Is there anybody in the, in the crowd who is a Pisces? You're just fishing now. No, no, oh, but seriously. Oh, so uh, would, you, would you like to be on the podcast? But seriously, we have another microphone. Um, so... <laughs> This is Pisces. A world of hurt. That will be your life. Can't help. <laughs> Jesus. And shit. that's it. Thank you very much. That's clever by theater. Bravo. Bravo. Actually, the interesting thing about Chris, I don't know if you've noticed, his beard is very neatly trimmed. And do you know how he gets it so neat? <laughs> Eclipse it. What the? <laughs> <laughs> is that it? That's the end. Of that's the end. That's your stuff. Okay. Just, I just want to make. I just want to go back and let's all remember you making fun of Chris earlier. <laughs> you watched him do what I, it was quite a successful segment, and then yeah, ah, uh, you know what though? I've got my eclipse pun ready. Like, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Chris and I used to live together. We're housemates, and um, there, we had a mouse problem. 
not a major mouse problem, just one mouse, solitary mouse. And it was weird because you'd be sitting in your lounge room and you just out of the corner of your eye you just see something move that shouldn't move like the draft excluder suddenly started moving and you go what is that and of course eventually you go oh it was a mouse and chris bought these uh, animal friendly traps so the idea was that it wouldn't kill the mouse if it was trapped in it it would just i don't know stun it rehabilitate it get it a job in a neighboring community something i don't know and, but it was these gray little traps and we baited them with peanut butter which apparently oh it's the bee's knees if you're a mouse it doesn't go off as quickly as uh, cheese <laughs> it's true Fair enough. so I came home one day and the mouse had taken the bait and the the gray trap had closed on his head Hadn't killed him And he was wandering around our house (laughs) Quite dazed But definitely still alive With a grey trap on his head (laughs) And he looked like A tiny Ned Kelly (laughs) Like a really little Ned Kelly mouse And he was wandering from room to room And you could almost hear him squeaking Such is life (laughs) And then And I swear, no word of a lie, Chris came home, uh, I said, well, we seem to have caught a mouse, but it hasn't done necessarily the best job. Chris opened the front door, (laughs) the mouse ran out of the house onto train tracks (laughs) that were genuinely outside, just outside the door, we live close to train lines, and was hit by a train. (laughs) I know that has nothing to do with stars, but I've been sitting on that story for a long fucking time. And you guys just seem like the right people to tell. At least it wasn't gunned down in a showdown with police at Glen Rowan. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, at least. <laughs> Do you want to try out your eclipse joke again? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, um, uh, uh, ha- has anybody in the audience been to, ho- to Hollywood? Yes, I have. Yep. Have you seen the, 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 the... I am now! This, this is like the audience. Our audience has doubled. Uh, the... Um, there are stars in the Walk of Fame. You know, you've seen them. They, they, you know, people show them on the internet all the time. And um, when you actually go there, and I don't know how far down you went, but it goes quite a long way, like like eight blocks. The stars go. And when you start at Grauman's Chinese Theatre, that's in the midst of everything. That's where all of the actors dressed up as Superman and, and Batman and a Minion. And then and then you walk down the street, and there's all the cool shops, and there's and there's the uh, the wax museum, and and you're you're all a part of it. And then if you keep walking, you go across an intersection and then there's strip clubs and broken payphones and um, a lot of homeless people, a Starbucks. Um, and it is, it is seriously depressing, but that's where the stars are going. And I feel like it's almost a metaphor for, <laughs> for movies is that the, the newer stars just get put out by the, uh, the, the weird bar that says that it does live music, but... It has a. It also has a sign saying it's got a thousand and one uh, hot girls and three ugly chicks. <laughs> that once you get there, don't walk any further because you'll be stabbed. You'll be stabbed. So you know. By Chris. Yeah. <laughs> That's where Dustin Bieber's star is. Is there? A, I find it weird though because for me, and look, I'm old, so maybe it's just my old skew if. But for me, it's like there were movie stars up until quite recently. Hmm. 
but I don't feel like there are movie stars anymore. Like, I don't feel like... Like, I'd say George Clooney is a movie star, and I'd say Brad Pitt is... They're very old now, though. Mm. But, like, who are the new... Like, who are the ones who are going, oh, well, who's the new Brad Pitt? Ryan Gosling, maybe? But... Maybe. Like, but you know what I mean? Like, who's the... Who is the... There's young people in. Who are the new... Who are the new... Jennifer Lawrence, yeah, it's actually a pretty good example. She's terrible, though, isn't she? Like, she can't... Like, I know that everybody tells you how great she is, but she's not great at all. She can't act. Like, in those movies, she just looks like she's walked in off the street. (laughs) She's just like... Here's your your character. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, You know, it's... uh, So you think the stars deserve to be down by the crack house? I just... I I feel like Jennifer Lawrence... Everything I've seen, look, I haven't seen a huge number of Jennifer Lawrence films, but everything I've seen her in, it's like she's saying, next window, please. <laughs> it just feels, that's just like, I'm dead inside. I'm sure she's a very intelligent person. So, Sparky, what was that add-on star now that needed somebody who had a lot of opinions? <laughs> just, if we can get the email address for yeah, that, uh, we'll send them a recording. Hey, I found a poem. Can I do a poem? Yeah, do a poem. This is called Fondling the Genius. <laughs> if you mess with me, you'll end up with a... Poo to pay, and it'll be a comb over. So step off, because you're fondling the genius. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do it like Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> I got one more thing, and then we'll get out of your head. Yeah. This is about pop stars now. Michael Jackson, love him or hate him, or both or neither, he's very popular even now. And I was listening to a song by Michael Jackson just the other day. It's called um, The Way You Make Me Feel. It was a very big song. And the chorus is quite uplifting. Like if you're a girl or a guy and Michael Jackson is singing this song to you, you'd feel pretty good about yourself. The way you make me feel, you really turn me on. You knock me off my feet. My lonely days are gone. That's nice. Imagine hearing that. You'd be pretty pleased with that. Yeah. And the song pretty much drips along like this. It's all about, I love you, you make me feel good. That's nice. And, and I'm very positive about it and everything's going very well. And then if you listen to the song right at the end, literally, you know that, that 80s, 90s thing of the song fading off into the distance? And this is the singer's time to shine. This is a little bit of impro now over the final bits. So... Suddenly Michael Jackson starts to sing just in the final eight bars of this song. Ain't nobody's business. Ain't nobody's business. Ain't nobody's business but mine and my baby's. What, that's, that is the weirdest narrative shift <laughs> in a pop song. Because the way you make me feel, he's in the second person. He's talking to someone. Suddenly he's saying, it ain't nobody's business. With my me and my baby, who's he talking? Is he still talking to the same person? Maybe, maybe the maybe the you is not the baby, and maybe um, <laughs> it's it's nobody's business but him and his babies because he's having an affair with you. So what what I'm saying is, so there's now there's a third protagonist, yeah. and Michael at the end of the song has turned to the third protagonist and gone, "Hey, hey, it ain't nobody's business." We haven't heard what the objection is. Yeah. But it ain't nobody's business. It just strikes me as being uh, such a very sweet song. And then suddenly at the end, Michael just gets all defensive. Yeah. Was the, um, was the third person Billy Jean? <laughs> but that was, the diff- that was the whole song. He was talking to Billy, like, the whole time about Billy Jean to someone else. Yeah. I just felt it was a weird narrative thing. Yeah. I'll give you another one, and this is on the topic of stars. David Bowie. 
he passed. It hurt me because he's such a talented, amazing artist. And he even died cool. It's amazing. He's yeah. just an amazing guy. But Space Odyssey, which is a great song, contains the line, ground control to Major Tom, take your protein pills and put your helmet on. <laughs> well, that guy's got no business being in space if he doesn't know how to put his helmet on. Yeah. Oh, shit, thank God. Oh, I better put my helmet on. It's dangerous because if you put your helmet on first and then try to take your protein pills, can't take them. Because <laughs> there's like, yeah. That's true. I guess there was an order to things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NASA was right. Yeah, they're Are looking they? after you. Look. It's very low oxygen up there. You don't know what you're doing. It, you know, you need those instructions. Look, it ain't nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for sticking around. I know this has been weird. <laughs> But uh, 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 we've enjoyed it. And um, you, guys, you guys have been a, a fantastically uh, indulgent audience. We do appreciate it. Um, thank you very much. Um, please make some noise for Chris Tompkins. <laughs> Mark Woodward. Thank you. My name's James. He's James. I'm James. Thank you very, very much for sticking around and coming. We do appreciate it. It's weird and nice. And, um, and you all are the stars. Hey, how about that? That's uh, saving that up. That's good. Yeah, hey. let's end on that. Yeah, ain't nobody's business. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for coming and good night. Find episodes and more at theatreoftheworld.com. Are we recording? Yeah, yeah, right. we're rolling. This really, this really takes me back to my early theatre days of... Um, of playing to like six people and like five of them were just there out of spite and there was always it was just like it was always like one it was just like one person there's like one person who was there just to just to watch you fuck up do you yeah. remember that and there's yeah. always one person there you wanted to fuck play the game amongst yourselves it's yeah. fun <laughs> this is man my god this is